New Vision is a church that places high value on Scripture. The Bible is made up of 66 books, and in this next portion, we're going to be going through a few of those books as a church family. We hope this tool encourages you and equips you to lead your life well. Thank you for joining us today. Hey friends, I'm so excited to be back on this podcast with you guys. As you know, we're walking through the book of James right now. So I'm specifically going to get the opportunity to cover James chapter 3, which is verses 1 through 18, and I'll be reading out of the ESV version. On the front end, I'm going to be real with you guys. This chapter hit me hard as I've been preparing for it and looking over it. The Lord has done a lot of convicting in my own lives, um, and I've just seen how this passage really is just so applicable to my life in so many seasons. And I love the book of James. It comes in strong. We love James, but he comes in really strong with a lot of good truth that we need to hear, but sometimes it's not the easiest to hear. So I hope that we all have an open mind. I know that me, I'm even walking through this with you guys and want to have an open mind to what this passage has to say. And I'm really am excited to talk about it. So Once again, I'll be in the ESV version in James chapter 3, starting in verse 1. And it says, Not many of you should become teachers, my brothers. For you know that we who teach will be judged with greater strictness. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is a perfect man, able also to brittle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. So also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, staining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord our Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not be so. Does a spring pour forth from the same opening both fresh water and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your heart, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. A lot of good stuff. And obviously a big primary focus on this is our tongue, our words. And I think words and wisdom go together because words should be spoken in wisdom. And wisdom comes from the Lord. And that's what we're going to talk about a lot throughout this is the weight of our words. So if any, if I don't think podcasts really have a title in this, but the weight of our words would be the title of this one. Because our words have a lot of weight. I think I've seen in my own life sometimes where I say something in the spur of the moment. I've just, I felt something, I said it, 
And I remember I used to work at a middle school camp for a summer. And for three months, I was with a lot of sixth graders. Sometimes I'd be with seniors in high school, but I was specifically with sixth graders. And we always used to say, girls, your words are like toothpaste coming out of a tube. Once you squeeze out the toothpaste, you can't put it back in. And the reason we said that is to make them realize that when they say something that's not kind or not rooted in truth, they can't take it back. And I think we've all had a situation like that in our lives where We've either said or heard words that hurt or are not glorifying to the Lord and we can't forget them or we can't take them back. Um, In this passage, it starts off by talking about the weight of being a teacher. And that's a whole conversation in itself, but it's saying that when you you work in church and work for the ministry, you have a higher weight. But the thing is, is being reminded that all of us, when we say we're the follower of Christ, have a weight placed on us. We have a responsibility. And verse two reminds us we all stumble in many ways. And that is something that we need to acknowledge. I think one of the worst things we can do is pretend we've got it all together because that's not true. Um, But what this is talking about in verse three, if we put the bits in the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies. And then it continues to talk about the small rudder directing the whole ship. And then in verse five, it says, so also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. Our words do a great job of telling us where we're at, positively or negatively. Our words are an indicator of the direction we're going because what we start to say is going to direct where we go. And you might say, "What? that doesn't really make sense. I don't understand. Let me explain. Have you ever complained one time? You complain. Something simple. Wow, it's really hot out here. And then you sit and you think about that. Yeah, it's hot out here. And then suddenly you're like, wow, I'm really thirsty. You know what? I'm hungry. I want to go inside. And suddenly one complaint directs your whole mindset on the event. One complaint can trigger a whole set of responses from yourself that lead you to disliking being outside or going on a hike or whatever it is because a complaint starts to direct the rest of our words. A negative comment, all these things, they really can take hold and we think, oh, it's, it doesn't do any harm to say one negative thing. But here's the deal. Our tongue directs the way we think, the direction we're going in, and we start to move down this path that we don't want to go down when we let our tongues take control. Um, and as it goes on, it talks about how <laughs> animals can be tamed, but no human being can tame the tongue. That's in verse 8. And that is crazy to think about, but how many times have we seen in our life the tongue takes us like we start to say things that we never thought we'd say. We start to do things that we never thought we would do because suddenly our tongue and our has allowed us to say things that are negative and not healthy to our body because it really does. What we say affects our mindset. If we're feeling negative and we speak it and we keep talking about it, it suddenly stains our whole view of the season we're in. But here's the deal. In verse 5 and 6, it talks about how great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. We can do a lot of damage with simple words. Words can rip down our own self-esteem, our own mindset, our own walk with the Lord, but they can also really negatively impact. It's like kids. One kid complains, they all complain. Because guess what? The tongue is a fire and it will burn down anything in its path if we don't keep it under control. Why do we have firefighters in these things? Because we need someone to be aware of when a fire is started so that we can stop it as quickly as possible. And that's how we need to be with our words. We need to catch those moments where we say something that isn't glorifying to the Lord and say, hey, wait, I got to catch that because I don't want 
everything to be set ablaze. I don't want to start walking in this pattern of complaint and negativity and self-boasting because our tongue can be used in a lot of different ways. Our words can be used in a lot of different ways. Um, Sometimes we will start to glorify ourselves, okay? We start to stumble in our words. We start to boast about ourselves. We start exaggerating situations. We start to say like, oh, they tripped. You will not believe it. They were walking down the hall with this thing and suddenly we're exaggerating everything or selective responses. We start to edit things things that we don't want to say or don't want to relay. So that's us stumbling in words about ourselves. And then with other people, we start to get caught up in gossip and negative. We start to be partial to certain people. We get angry. We say flattering words just to make people feel good and we don't mean it. We get caught up in building up ourselves or tearing down others with our words. And our words can either be a tool to build up the kingdom of God or they can be a fire that will tear it down. Because in a church, in a family, in a friend group, in a relationship, we can see how quickly words can burn things to the ground. And in verse 9, with it we bless the Lord our Father, and with it we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. And we need to feel the weight of that. That with our mouth, how can we praise the Lord one second and then the next second curse someone who is made in His image? Even ourselves. If we're like, Lord, I love you so much, then we're like, wow, I'm worthless, I'm this, I'm that. That's contradicting what God says about you. Or, oh my gosh, did you hear what she did? And we get caught up in this gossip pattern. That's the same thing. We're glorifying the Lord one second. And then we're honestly cursing God because God is linked to his people. And when we go down to verse 13 and um, 13 through 18, that's talking about wisdom. Wisdom comes from God's word. And so if we want to know how to use our words well, we have to be rooted in truth, which is found in God's word. In verse 16, it says, For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. Jealousy, selfishness. I think that those are two things that can easily direct our words. When I'm jealous, I want to say something negative so I feel better. Or being selfish, I'm thinking about me so I'm not controlling my words. And one of the worst things we can do is say, I just have to be honest. And we go off on this relay. And that's a selfish moment. Because we're bringing other people into something that we need to work out with us in the Lord. When we have that jealousy when we have the fear, any of that, we need to lay it before the Lord before we're just speaking it out. Because sometimes we can suddenly let that direct a lot of our actions. Wisdom is from above. It is peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy, impartial and sincere. And that's what our words should look like. Our words should be pure because they should be based off God's word. They should be peaceable. So they should unify people. And sometimes we forget the power that the Lord has given us to use words for his glory and how it just really does bring a peace that can only be found from the Lord. They're gentle. They're not brash. They're not, um, as the word says, be um, quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. Slow to speak is key. Um, Full of reason, full of mercy, impartial and sincere. Let our words hold weight in a good way, a weight for his glory, and know that As it says, no man can tame the tongue, but we can try. We can try to filter our words through truth so that they are glorifying to the Lord in every way because we don't want to praise the Lord one second and then use our words to tear down ourselves or others because that has a lasting impact. So I would say that if we need to know if our words are good, we should check if they're in line with Scripture. If they ever contradict God's word, they're not pure. Our words are carrying a weight that is not something we want to carry. 
And so we need to take more time to be in God's word so that we know how to use our words well. Because the more we rely on his words to speak, the better our our own words will be. And that's the way we tame our tongue. And continuing to pray that the Lord would reveal the areas where we're not using our words well. And I know that this is a heavy weight, but it is freeing to remember that his words are always going to work. His words are always going to be good and true. So sometimes we try to think of the right words to say and when we don't know the right words to say, or even if we think we do, we always need to be filtering that through God's word because those are the ultimate words that will always endure and will always be correct. So I know that this was a challenge for myself that I want my words to be what verse 17 is talking about with wisdom. I want my words to be rooted in wisdom and wisdom doesn't come from myself. It comes from the Lord. I love you guys and my prayer for us is that we would not let our words be a fire that tears others down, but instead we would use our words to build up the kingdom of God. So I love you guys and tune in tomorrow for another episode. Thank you so much for joining us today. We'll see you tomorrow as we hop back into God's Word.